0: Hello team, it's Fab here, founder and head teacher at all marketing school and your marketing BFF. I want to remind you that there is a special invitation for you to join us for the Alt Marketing Certification. Get certified as a positive impact strategy and make people fall in love with you and your work. Reclaim your time, understand the marketing foundations with a positive impact spin. If you are a marketing freelancer who wants to raise the quality of services and do more with less, or maybe you are an early-stage marketeer ready to invest to gain real experience in building a strategy with purpose, or you're a marketing leader who wants to be recognized as a go-to expert and tackle new growth challenges. Whether you are beginners or whether you have some confidence into your strategy, we want to support you. We want to help you achieve your strategic goals, toss confetti in the air, and blast your favorite hype song as you get through eight incredible weeks with me and the rest of our faculty. Think about our certification as marketing training at university standards, not prices. So if you're ready to join us and you want to check out our incredible curriculum, all you have to do is go to amschool.click slash certification. I repeat, amschool dot click slash certification to find out more and learn what you are going to go through in our eight weeks. From marketing foundations all the way to leadership and storytelling skills, we're also going to cover strategic marketing blocks and advanced marketing tools. Plus, you get workshops, hot seats, group work, and even timely panels with incredible experts in the field. So what are you waiting for? No, I mean it. Our next cohort is starting real soon, so make sure that you head to amschool.click slash certification to come and join us and learn how to market to hearts, not to brains. Welcome to Alt Marketing School. We are proudly bringing together a new wave of marketers, just like yourself. We want to provide you with the skills to speak to your audience perfectly, empower clients with winning strategies to market their brands, champion their values, and make a positive impact in the online world. My name is Fab, and I'm your host. May the class begin. Today is a good day to have some coffee. Hello, everyone. Hello, Becca.
1: Well, that was a high pitch, hello. Yeah, it was. I think I was silently crying because uh, you do have coffee and I've just got water and I'm questioning my life choices now
0: (laughs) to be honest I I won't lie to you kids because I will never do that as you know but I am finding that right now I would crash even if I have coffee when the sun goes down which is currently probably going to be four o'clock and in about a week it's going to be two o'clock so (laughs) (laughs) yay so and the problem is and it's actually real so let's talk about this because it's a marketing thing as well. And then we're we'll going to news as well. But I think as marketers, even if it's a bit of a tough one to swallow, we need to realize that right now your users, whether it's social media, even digital marketing, so even content, what they really want to talk about is Christmas. Because what everybody's doing is buying Christmas gifts, buying Christmas food, setting up Christmas. And let's let me like Christmas trees people are like I'm gonna set up my Christmas tree today and I don't care and I was like you do you boo but it's the 15th of November now is it just me (laughs) or has the world gone mad
1: (laughs) it it does it does feel early this year I I had um I took Monday off for some just chill time. And I had the intention of going on Netflix and watching like some nice documentaries or something, you know, it was just wash over me. And I accidentally, genuinely accidentally watched one of Netflix's own like Christmas films, a new one. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? How has this happened? And it was really, I'm not gonna say what it was because some people might like it. And like, you know, Netflix, do Netflix, whatever. But it was one of those really cringe ones. Like, And I, I, I ended up watching the whole thing. I don't know why I didn't stop. I could have just pressed the button and said, just, just stop now. I was like, it is the middle of November. Why am I watching a Christmas film? I'm not even a good one.
0: <laughs> I mean, to be honest, again, I, I, I'm i complaining. I'm, I'm making comments and then we... Similarly, we didn't watch a Christmas movie, even if I saw a couple and I'm genuinely was like, because they're cringy, but sometimes you just need to switch your brain off. And I moved them into my list, even if I'm very ashamed of it. But we did have um hot chocolate on Sunday, which for me it doesn't really happen until kind of December Christmassy time, because I'm just like eh. But I just felt like it. So for me, that was almost like me caving in into the Christmas spirit. And I, I do love Christmas and Again, this is more of a comment. There's a bit of irony in it, but it's a comment and almost like a reminder that we need to see how consumers and audiences' behaviors are changing. And for normal peeps, I understand why that's happening because we've had really intense 18 months. And last year we did, most of the world felt like we're slightly robbed of Christmas, just a touch. I find at least. So I understand why that happened. And I think though it's really important that as people that obviously show up online and we represent our brand or somebody else's brand, we need to bear in mind that maybe right now is not the time to push too hard something new. Maybe it's not the time to think about things that are genuinely sadly, not Christmas related, because I don't think it's going to land. And um, this is what I feel anyway. And I think it's something that we genuinely talked about before we jumped on air because of the certification and we're working on the content and you're welcome. And it's a lot of work. You know, creating a great flow is a lot of work when you want to condense all the goodness in marketing in six weeks. But one of the things we realized for social media is the importance of user intent um, that will go for all marketing, but especially social media because is uh, there's different medium and tools and formats. It's not just like an email where you're like, it's an email. And I find that we need to be honest about it. And I, I want to hear your opinion now, but I personally believe that whether we like it or no, Something the mistletoe as comment now, and if you can find a way to start that conversation sooner rather than later, actually, is going to keep your brand relevant for the next probably six weeks.
1: No, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it does feel early, but given given the last like two years, it, it does feel quite cheery actually, and it is quite nice seeing this activity on social media and people getting excited and talking about it and just talking about what they're doing or upcoming celebrations and stuff. And I think there's a, there's a, a line like a, that, that brands, especially could, can follow. I don't know if that's what I'm trying to say, um, like you don't need to be too over the top about it, but like welcoming that conversation and sprinkling a little bit of Christmas cheer throughout your content, throughout what you're doing is going to work really well because people, Like, as you said, they just seem to be loving it. It's like, oh my God. Yeah, this is, it feels, it feels familiar. It feels happy. It feels like almost the light at the end of the tunnel because last year was just such a, let's not even talk about it, you know? This year it's like, ah, we might actually be able to celebrate and have a good time like normal. So I think that's why there's this added element of excitement for everyone. But yeah, I think know a couple of weeks ago we talked about how lots of Pinterest and Instagram are really pushing like the, the shopping element for Christmas that bit makes me feel less like that makes me feel a bit like Scrooge I'm like oh it's just taking taking advantage of the opportunity but in general mentioning Christmas and stuff I'm like that's nice you can do that I like that that's fine <laughs>
0: Talking about Meta, aka the mama of, of Instagram, just as a reminder for anyone who's still adjusting to the change, if you need something for your Christmas wishes, you can always put in the wish list for the wish list to get your new Facebook watch. I guess.
1: Yay!
0: I mean, don't get too excited, babe. <laughs> I just, I just love them. So obviously we, we, we pick these news from obviously news places, sometimes the newsrooms and stuff. Uh, I just want to read the headline for social media today on this because it killed me. It can, I can kind of see the tone of voice. I'm going to read it how I think somebody wrote it. Facebook's coming projects will make it a bigger part of our daily lives. Is that a good thing?
1: Honestly, it, I, no, no. It, it fills me with like, not fear is the wrong emotion, but it doesn't it doesn't make me go. Yeah, let me give some more data to, to meta to so Facebook. Oh, yay. Oh, I, mm. There's still a lot of thoughts around the whole meta thing. I, I do feel like it was very conveniently timed. And is distracting, like just your normal consumer from maybe what Facebook have been up to lately and some of the criticism that they're receiving, but things like this. So like this, this new smartwatch. Okay. Like, cool. Cool. Why do people, why, why, why? 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 I get it. It looks quite nice. People are into their smartwatches. Like I wear a fitness watch. I like it, but I just feel like this does, this feels clunky. It was like a clunky add-on from Meta. I I just, I just, I just don't, I just don't like it. I just really don't like it, Fab. Like it just brings me distress. Is
0: it because of the attached like kind of snippets from Facebook Connect where you see Mark Zapwagen uh, creating his avatar and being so happy about it and be like, this is life. It, it does you know whether you ever read George Orwell or not there is a 1984 slash like slight um, feeling to it and I was even reading just kind of following up on this which I found ironic it's like this kind of sense of irony that comes from these people like Jeff Bezos saying that he loved Squid Games and you're like hmm don't you say Jeff you know these kind of things that I'm like you are, it, I can you see the irony here so I I, I feel the same it's almost like no offense, but even attaching Rayburns to smart glasses didn't work so far. I don't think it will work. So I'm kind of a bit like the VR tools, the AR tools. I understand why we're trying for this, but in a way I'm almost like, which maybe is for the best. Like you can see that almost like Meta is taking a stance and being like, okay, we have a cap, we have a social app. We have Facebook, we don't know what it is right now, basically, which is the second one. And then we've got WhatsApp, which is mainly for messaging. And now we need to diversify again. I can feel that taking a step back and be like, let's make Instagram better. Let's see if Facebook can go into the void and then let's find something else that can combine everything. But as you say, there's such an emphasis on data, which is basically like, you know, the small terms, like the very tiny, tiny, tiny terms that you can't read. And you're like, what is the small print? That's what it feels like. It's like, by the way, this is another way to use the data that you gave us 10 years ago. And, um, yeah, I also feel a bit, I'm questioning kind of how that's going to pan out basically
1: yeah and it feels like they're using a kind of a watch a smart watch this look at this this is cool you're all used to this to try and get people used to whatever they've got on the horizon for ar and vr but again it just feels a little bit icky it's like it, it doesn't feel transparent it doesn't feel good it feels like it, the consumers trying to be tricked in some way or they don't realize that just by having this watch just how much it's monitoring of your like movement and stuff like that and it's like I it's for me it's not improving like the trust I have in meta slash facebook at all like at all and I'm like that's really what they need to be doing if they're going to change their name and go oh we won't do this we won't do that it's like well Don't try to trick me into using a device
0: that's going to track me even more than you already have, done. Do you... I'm actually going to jump on another little quick bit of Facebook because it's more Facebook news, but... Because of just what you said, and I'm kind of wondering, do you think that then, for example, small, small, like relatively kind of... Maybe like less kind of flashy news, like Facebook announcing the removal of some categories to try and move away from sensitive topics... I see that a touch as, again, as you say, that that way to almost give carrot and stick and be like, see, we are doing things to be more regulated. See, we are doing things to better listen to our audience. But as you are my ad queen, <laughs> um, part of me feels like, yeah, that's actually very fair, you know, like trying to actually make it a bit easier and simpler. But also I find that at the same time, is there enough? And also like, I find that another thing is, a lot of people are now more confused than ever, especially small businesses, especially people that maybe do their own ads because they genuinely don't know how to target their ads without a bot saying, because I had a client who had that issue and I did the ad and we were both like, how is this being rejected or kind of pending approval? And we realized it was because, because of a word that made it feel like an MLM and it wasn't an MLM. And I was like, Wait. so, you know, it's it's always that kind of thing that I feel some people that feel a bit more like, should I really use Facebook ads
1: anymore, anyway? It's really uh, it's, it's, it's a complicated one. So when Facebook announced that they are removing all of these different sensitive categories from their targeting, at first I was like, great, fantastic, yes. Uh which might sound funny because like surely that would make my job more difficult, but One of the ones that stood out to me was the political affiliation targeting options will be going, which given the influence that Facebook ads have had on political landscape over the last like four to eight years, kind of let's say has been uh, uh, horrific. Like why was this ever allowed? It should never have been allowed. And the amount of, articles and things I've read about look at what you know ex political party are advertising on Facebook being like this should not be allowed. So on that front, that's why I was so hyped up and I was like, yes, that means that now like that should never happen again and people won't be able to manipulate the system and it would be wonderful. However, when I delved into it a bit further, it's basically because Facebook, such meta, can't be bothered to fight GDPR anymore. It's not that they are trying to be good or trying to be, you know, genuinely look after their users. It's oh, GDPR has come along. They've been fighting it for a couple of years, trying to find a loophole. They can't do it. So they've given up like, and it's like, oh, okay. Okay, great. It it just doesn't, it just doesn't sit very well with me. And then the other thing was that if you're clever, you will be able to from kind of other sources find out if let's go on down the political route if you had a political party you could do surveys about what they like and things like that and then kind of build an audience off of that anyway so you're not technically using you know you're not targeting by whatever political party you're just targeting by like a common denominator which obviously won't be as accurate but people will still use those kind of techniques to run those kind of ads so it's It's an interesting one and i think on the on the surface it might make people go oh i shouldn't bother using ads anymore because they're taking away so many options it's it's not going to be as accurate it's not going to bring me as good a result you will still be able to get results there's what i will give facebook is when it comes to retargeting and stuff especially if you have say video content, building an audience based on people who are watching like 50% or more of your video, that can be super, super effective. Like that's great, but it's just, I think we're always going to see this with Facebook as like laws and regulations come in across the world to protect people's data. There's always going to be this buffer of time where they carry on targeting and then they shouldn't be able to fight it for a bit. And then they'll either win or like in this case they can't win so then they go we're doing a really nice thing we're getting rid of these things because we care so much about our our users and our audience base and it's like no you don't no you don't so it's it's Um. i I know i'm going i'm going in but i think it will genuinely become a case of if businesses or brands want to advertise on facebook slash instagram it won't be can you do it it will be do you want to like does that align with your business values i i i don't i'm not saying it's like that quite yet but i think that's all what it will get to eventually i'll, st- I'll stop going in now
0: <laughs> that's why i asked you because i wanted you to go in because you have a much better understanding and i'm giving comments from a much more outsider perspective just because i genuinely i'm not um you know it's not my expertise and I'm gonna put my hands up and say that and I still found it interesting the way they went about it so thank you for sharing especially because of the of the drive <laughs> I was I think like like heated driven the driven comments there you gave. so that's that, that's great and I'm gonna jump now actually on something different and I'll tell you why there's one bit that I want to cover that is actually relatively timely but there's a bit of news there's quite a lot of things actually in the backlog, so don't you worry. We're never going to run out of things to talk about. There's one in the backlog that I found interesting because I'm going to start by saying we haven't slagged Clubhouse in a while. Bless them. Bless them. <laughs> I just feel like when we start a conversation about Clubhouse, which is unfair to Clubhouse because that's the way we actually not met because we met before, but we rekindled and then this beautiful like partnership and companionship was born. But I've been a bit skeptical, skeptical hat on uh, about a lot of things as they try to basically sink or swim kind of vibe. But it's been interesting that I think I'm going to repeat myself on the Clubhouse chats, but too little too late, but maybe I'm wrong. Clubhouse is like, wait a second, wait a second. Now you can actually access room recordings. And I think it's actually interesting. They had even more analytics, more data, and adding little things. And I see room recordings, which eventually, thank God they actually listened, as a potentially a way to the people back in and maybe focus on people on the podcasters, the YouTubers that started at first using Clubhouse, and then they felt like, but I already have my podcast. I already have my YouTube. And how am I going to create something that then people can still listen to? So I found it really interesting. So again, today we're not slagging. I'm being quite honest. It's interesting. But still, at the back of my mind, I'm like, is winter going to be enough for them to refresh this and get people to come back?
1: I genuinely don't know. No, I'm not sure. I don't think it will be. I think the ship has sailed, which is sad, because when I saw this update, it, it did pique my interest. And I thought, oh, Oh, because some of the things I'm doing um, for work at the moment, if they brought this in back in like March, I don't think we would have left Clubhouse. It would have ticked all the boxes. It would have meant that we had an easy way to go live using just the audio, which is all we wanted. We didn't need any video like add-on either. And then having access to the replays to repurpose it into the podcast or other content, blog posts, whatever, you name it would have been so good. And I think we would have just carried on using Clubhouse. Even despite the the popularity going up and down, it wouldn't have mattered as much because we could have kept testing. And then you get those replays. So it's like, well, it's fine. If people don't tune in live, no worries. We've got the content, repurpose it. We will make it valuable for us in some way. So it's great that they've brought it in. I also like the fact that when you tune into a replay, you can see what's happening as if it was live. So as people are leaving, coming going, that's quite cool. And I think that's quite immersive and still sets it apart from maybe just like a a traditional podcast episode that you might be listening to, but it does just feel a bit too late. It feels a bit like, Oh clubhouse. Like I was rooting for you, but you brought this in too late. People don't care now. And because uh, yeah, people, People's routines have changed and I don't, I, apart from, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago when I accidentally joined a clubhouse room when I was getting into my car or something like that, I've become immune to like the notifications, I don't have them on and any that I get randomly reminding me it exists, I'm just like, oh, whatever. And it's a shame because I think if they brought in this feature early on, it would have been it would have been a bit more of a kind of hub for people to create that content and use it elsewhere. But yeah.
0: I, hit the, I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think it's almost something, a bit like the Android uh, invitation and the Android app. They got excited. And my other question would be, you actually did have the app. The app was there for quite a long time, but it wasn't really well utilized or it wasn't really pushed. And then eventually just surged in January 2021. So there's an argument then to be, if you see things surging, I will get everyone and their mother to develop my, uh, my Android app straight away. Because, I mean, thankfully for us, then, you know, as soon as lockdown started like releasing and moving and things started to shift, people were like, OK, move on. You know, so it was a really, really fine amount of time that we had. And as you said, my other question is, like, it's important to remember that people are busy even when things were still a bit in, you in know, a, in a, I guess, in a limbo. People are busy, so making sure that you can get the recordings is very important because, especially as it's not video, which sometimes people just can't give give it and they don't want to do it, but especially with audio, because we're so used to have audio on demand and that's the way that we would consume it anyway, that I thought it was so important as well because it is definitely missed opportunity. So again, I'm a bit sad, but I agree. I genuinely would want it to actually be what brings it up again but I don't know if I can see it happening anytime soon as well now Becca I have a question for you because now I'm going to jump into two new like two other bits one is a bit quicker and the last is the final and we're going to talk about Instagram so I want to know how you're feeling how are you feeling about reels adding text to voice based on uh, a feature that is on another app we should remember the name of, but there's another app that does that, like that text voice kind of thing. What's the app name again, can help me out.
1: Mm, I think you're, I think you're looking for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I can't say I was surprised. I can't say I was surprised. It's become such a uh, kind of heavily used creative option for videos whether you don't want to include your own voice or you want to use a combination and it's kind of got a little bit of meme value like it's it's really cool it's really good so it's like no wonder instagram are going to come along and steal it it it's it's fine you know it's fine and people who are kind of instagram users first absolutely i think they'll love it I do find it interesting as well. The slight differences between the interface that Instagram has and TikTok has, and sometimes I think Instagram, uh, despite the, the fact that they just copy all of these features from TikTok, sometimes it's a little bit easier to start using some of these features. The way that they kind of add it in is a little bit more sort of intuitive and it's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's fine. Sometimes TikTok can feel a little bit. I don't even want to say clunky, but I think sometimes you don't know that the features exist as much. But, yeah, so I thought I thought that was good. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, but I am still bitter because, you know, it's just stop copying TikTok. What are you doing? What are you doing?
0: Actually, on that note, first of all, I want to reiterate, I do agree. I find that sometimes I'm trying to kind of create a TikTok and I look at things and I'm just like, I guess it depends because I'm not doing a TikTok a, a day, at least at this point. So, you know, if you do a million, maybe. But I'm struggling sometimes to figure out what what is that, where is it, how? And I think that could potentially be improved. But again, small details. But I wanted to ask you actually, have you seen or can you think of one or two really good user cases for the text to voice? Like some nice ways to do it, because I think that's another thing that some people are like, yeah, I use it every day. But I think a lot of people, whether it's Instagram or TikTok, might still be a bit like. What why 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 would
1: I do that? Yeah, no, it's really good. If you say you were running an ad for a product, sometimes it's quite cool if you use that voiceover or t- not voiceover but the text-to-speech thing, if you're saying like, watch me unbox my like new phone case or something like that, or today I did this, like it's quite a nice way if you're showing either like a product demonstration or maybe even a day in the life video and you're not doing a voiceover it, but you want some audio element to accompany like lots of shots in quick succession, then it can work really, really well. And actually in terms of running ads, it can be quite good if you either don't want your own voice on the ad or you want to make it kind of uh, quite uniform with all the ads or don't want to worry about messing it up and having to read like a line, then it's super easy. And it's a quick way of getting that audio element in there without having to worry. And it's, it's really working at the moment. I think it'll, I see these like creative techniques come and go and they all have like their moment. And I think this is having its moment, but that's not to say it will just suddenly stop working, but yeah, it's, it's been, I've seen a lot of good ads that use it and because it's quite relevant as well, and lots of people do use it in like kind of that meme value as well if you see an ad like that it kind of automatically gets your attention because you're like oh is this funny? is funny this is good like this is it feels real rather than an ad
0: you know there's actually a very good point that you made that, that kind of relatable that that thing that is quite relevant to people i've seen a lot and it's almost kind of something that you talk about a lot so i'm really appreciative that we'll bring it back that you know making the ad feel less like an ad for more like a natural progression and i think that's where I still find this. some people struggle or some people not, don't nail it as much as I think they, they should. So that's an excellent point with that. And actually, you're almost driving back to the last bit that I wanted to talk about today because I found it rather interesting, which is, again, it's positive, but I'm also skeptical. Hat on again, there it goes. It's a hat that i have been wearing a lot. It's a bit worn out by now. But take a break on Instagram. That's my last thing I want to talk about today. So basically, as a new feature, I guess. is a well-being feature, so to speak, which Instagram is testing. And it's called Take a Break. And it will enable users to set reminders to take some time away from the app after a certain period of activity, whether it's 10, 20, or 30 minutes. And, yeah, I mean, I like the principle of it. And I understand why. It's almost like adding an extra screen time to the screen time feature that people have on their phone. But I don't know. I, I was int- I was intrigued. Put it this way: you're giving me a face, you're giving me a sigh, which is always a good start.
1: <laughs> I think I think it's another way that Instagram are trying to show that they are good and that they are suitable for younger users and that they care about the well being of their audiences, no matter what age, actually. But particularly younger audiences, like it it can be so, you, you know, people get so swept up in social media and find it so addictive. So I think they have to do this because otherwise they're going to be seen as kind of adding to the problem. It made me laugh though, because I hope I don't sound like a broken record, but one of the things that I love about TikTok um, is that TikTok will run their own ads telling you to put your phone down. If you've been on the app for like half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, which I might do quite regularly, you will get an ad. They've got a couple of different ones now. I think one's got sausage dog in, which is my favorite. I I know too much about this. I spend too much time on the app and it will literally be like, you've had enough, have a little break, stop scrolling, you know, go to bed. The other one that most people have seen is literally a girl. I can't remember her name, but she's quite a popular TikTok creator um, featured in this. And it's her like getting ready for bed, like brushing her teeth, turning the light off, putting the phone down. And it's like, come on, you need to do this too. You need to go to bed. You've been scrolling for like an hour and a half. Stop. So, uh, and I, I love that because I, I remember saying, it. I think I did a talk where I mentioned like TikTok is the only app which is kind of confident enough. To tell you to stop using it because it, they'll know that you come back so you know instagram taking a leaf out TikTok's book again maybe. but i think it's good i just wonder because it is quite official and you have to go to your instagram settings to set it up and stuff whether people will just sort of not either don't realize it exists or won't set it up or is it is it different enough from the like screen time options on your actual phone i don't know if it is it's almost
0: like, again, doubling up in the way that it just, you know, if people don't use it, because I use it, and even now sometimes kind of like, I mean, I'll be honest, I just like literally jump off the hurdle and say, just give me five more minutes, which is terrible. I know <laughs> the life of a digital entrepreneur, kids, being honest about it. But I think that what I love about what you mentioned is actually the fact that it still feels like a setting. It still feels something like you have to set up and get in and work through. Whereas, as you say, on TikTok, is almost like the app. Reminding you, it almost puts, you know, it it has you take the hands off the wheel and be like, you don't have to set it up yourself. We're gonna be there for you to remind you. And as you say, I love the fact that it shows the confidence to be like, we know that you're gonna come back anyway. Whereas as you say, I I will be interested to see if after the testing they're gonna push it and whether they're gonna push it just because it's actually effective, or it's just as you say, because they wanna take the box. Because again, we're being skeptical, hat as I said, it's going crazy today. I'm just throwing it. I'm just put it on again. There we go. But that's what I'm thinking. Is is it almost like ticking the box and be like, yeah, we're actually telling people that they should do that, just just for you to see, kids, we're doing this instead of again just that happening quite organically and almost being prompted. I mean, it would be interesting if, if it was prompted on the app in different places. You know, if there was like whether it's a post itself or like a little. Like a little announcement, just to kind of break it and remind people to do that. I don't have, I'll be honest. That problem as much with any app these days because I genuinely am so busy. So I'm quite lucky. Lucky. I'm. I'm quite in that position right now where I just can't. I can't. Even if I wanted to, I just wouldn't be able to. But again, sometimes I do find myself on TikTok, maybe spending, which now sounds peanuts compared to what you just mentioned, but like you know, ten minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, but again, it's not because I'm virtuous or anything. It's just genuinely because this last couple of months have been insane, and I know that when I had a bit more time, or when I was a bit, a bit more relaxed, then I could genuinely spend. Maybe on, on weekends, I would spend a bit more time. So again, it's interesting to see that that happened. And as you say, taking earlier out of TikTok again, surprise. So I feel this week was ripe. I feel this week I kind of kept us on a leash, and I went through a lot. But funnily enough, I'm sure there's going to be more new things. But we have a couple more things also in the backlog that we might cover. Uh, next week, if no big <laughs> announcements from Clubhouse happen, so we shall see. But in the meantime, obviously, you can find out more about us, about the certification. Please, as a reminder, go and check it out at allmarketingschoolcom pro. Uh, if you want to find out more about us, go to all marketing school on Instagram, all Mark School on Twitter, and also on LinkedIn, you can just find us. I am a Fab Giovanetti everywhere. If you want to ask me any questions or see any of my gorgeous hats, what
1: about yourself, Becca? I'm at Becca Social on all of the platforms.
0: Thank you so much for listening. Head to altmarketingschool.com to find out more about topics that we covered in this week's class. If you want to make your teachers happy, then hop onto iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh, and don't forget
1: to spread the love on Instagram at altmarketingschool. Until next time.